This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is a download from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, log on to the BBC Asian Network website. Rajan Pablo. Hi everybody, it's Rajan Pablo here with our best bits from the weekend. On the free download this week, Miss Malini gives us the latest on Ranveer Singh's illness and we find out what Amir Khan's been saying about Doom 3. We hear from Veena Malik and Ashmit Patel, who both star in Supermodel, and chat to Prague star Jandan Roy Sanyal. Plus, the wonderful Balak Muchal tells us all about the music of Indian cinema. Before all of that, though, if you've heard the Raj and Pablo show live at the weekend, you'll know about a game we play called Sunzara. It's where we take a Bollywood soundtrack and mash the songs up, and you've got to guess which film they're from. It sounds a little like this. Well, that's just so easy. Uh, shall we have another listen? Here it is. Any idea of what it could be? Well, stay tuned and we'll reveal all at the end of the download. Now, let's hear from the stars of the India-only release supermodel, Ashmit Patel, and first, Veena Malik. Now, she's one of the most talented and forthright actors that have emerged from Pakistan and making waves in Indian cinema. It is, of course, the gorgeous, the irrepressible Miss Fina Malik, who joins us live. Fina, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show and congratulations on this release of Supermodel. Thank you so much. Hi, Raj. Hi, Pablo. I hope you guys are doing great. And um, I'm so happy to be on the show again. Uh, so your movie Supermodel has been released this week. Um, tell us about your character in the movie. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm very, very excited. Another film of mine got released yesterday. Um, it's uh, an exciting plot, entertaining film. Um, I like the music also. And um, yes, uh, people, my friends, close friends who watched the film yesterday with me, and um, they're appreciating. Uh, I'm excited. I'm happy. What's the story about? Well, uh, there are five um, five models in the film, and uh, there's one photographer. Uh, they're all aspiring models. Like every girl wants to uh, achieve the title of a supermodel. So. Um, the story is that everybody, um, you know, uh, uh, people opt for different, you know, ways to achieve their targets and achieve their goals in life. So in the end, um, uh, you achieve uh, your goal with hard work, positivity and perseverance. So that is the story of Supermodel. Um, among um, uh, those five girls, one girl achieved the title, how she achieved achieves it. Uh, that's the story of Supermodel. And uh, Vina, automatically, you know, when you were saying that, one thing that came into my mind was of obviously the movie Fashion with Priyanka Chopra. Um, is, is it similar to that? Oh, no, no, not at all. There's no philosophy involved in the film. It's a very simple... Uh, there's a bit of a, it's a bit of a thriller, a bit of an entertainer, of course, and a bit of a, there's a romantic angle also in the film. It's a very simple story. Uh, like in fashion, if we say the, mostly the emphasizes on the darker aspect of the, uh, you know, of the trade. Obviously, every trade has its flip sides and all. Uh, so a supermodel is mostly about, um, about, about the positive side of uh, this trade. There's a negativity in it, uh, like there, there's a ne- negative aspects too, which we highlighted. But mostly it's about the positive approach. So it's a completely different film. It's simple. 
um, entertaining. Um, it has no relevance with fashion, actually. You know, um, we've watched the trailer and seen some of the stills. You look absolutely stunning. How did you get into shape for this movie? <laughs> that was tough. I had, I really had to follow a very, very strict diet. And, um, uh, of course, I, I lost a few pounds um, for the film. And I worked really hard on my body to get that super uh, bikini body. Uh, but I'm happy I watched the film and I was... I was uh, like, yeah, okay, I've done a great job. <laughs> so, you know, for everyone listening out there, right, worldwide, right, we were, how do you get a bikini body? What are the tips? What are your secret diet tips, exercise tips? Well, uh, yes, I had a dietitian on board. Um, I had my entire team of my, um, um, you know, trainer also. So I had to follow a strict gym routine for uh, two months. And um, I followed a particular diet plan for that for two months. Um, so altogether, it took three months to, you know, um, uh, get into that shape. Uh, my diet mostly included, um, included like all the ingredients, um, but it was simple, uh, mostly boiled food. <laughs> oh. uh, so, yeah, it was tough, actually. It was very tough to get that body. I actually lost 15 pounds in two months, so... It was very tough, but finally results were amazing. Now, um, Vina, last time you were here on the show, you told us how difficult it was to shoot the film's intimate scenes, let's say, with your ex-boyfriend, Ashmit Patel. Now, how are things since then, seeing as the movie has been released now? Have you patched up things with him? Oh, yeah. Last when we spoke about um, me and Ashmit Patel, we were not really talking to each other. But recently, when uh, after returning from the UK and we started... Um, campaign for supermodel, um, I came to a point where I realized that we anyway will keep bumping into each other. So I have found him like he's, he's a very professional actor. So um, I don't mind doing more films with him. I think recently we developed a kind of a good working relationship with each other. And I was pretty, now this time when we went for our promotions and all, I was pretty much comfortable with everything. And uh, yeah, now we are good professionals. Um, good, we have good working terms between us. <laughs> good for you. Good for you. That's nice to hear. So what else is coming up? What else have you signed? What are you doing in Bombay? Well, uh, at the moment, uh, from Monday onwards, I would, I'm going on a narration spree. I would be signing a few more projects. Like two are already shortlisted. Uh, once I will sign the project, I will definitely let you know about the project. Wonderful. And uh, my next release would be Mumbai 125 kilometers, which is uh, the first copy is already out. And we have to shoot a promotional song for that. And probably, inshallah, by the end of this year, that film would be also out. And uh, then in 2014, I will be... Uh, signing almost four projects and uh, four films would be uh, I would be shooting in 2004 so in the 2014 so this is the plan for for coming next year uh, Vina we wish you the best of luck with Supermodel thank you very much for talking to us here on the Rajan Pabla show on the BBC Asian Network oh thank you so much I'm always very very happy pleasure all mine thank oh, you so bless. much the wonderful magical miss Vina Malik now, we've been telling you about the movie Supermodel. Um, you heard us talk to um, Veena Malik. Uh, let's catch up with the hero of the movie, um, Ashmit Patel. Um, Ashmit, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show on the BBC Asia Network. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you guys for having me. It's, a, it's our pleasure. It's been ages since we've talked to you, but so much has been happening. Now, first of all, tell us about Supermodel. Um... Well, as you guys probably know, it stars me and uh, my 
co-contestant from Big Boss, Veena Malik, and uh, four other girls actually are being launched in this film. Um, yeah, it's pretty much a romantic uh, thriller, uh, which we shot in the beautiful location of Fiji Islands uh, last year. Um, I play a photographer. If I had to draw a parallel with someone who uh, is a well-known photographer, I would say Atul Kaz Baker is kind of the character that I play, uh, because he is actually known for shooting this very popular calendar, the Kingfisher calendar, mm-hmm. with uh, Vijay Maldia. So similarly in our film, we have a very wealthy businessman called Mr. Walia, who is uh, launching a new wine. He was looking for a face to endorse it, a fresh face, and obviously turns to me being the topmost photographer in India to find that face for him. So I shortlist a number of girls, and then we take these five girls to uh, Fiji, shoot a calendar. That's the background of, this, of the film. But the actual crux of the film lies in what happens while they're in Fiji shooting this calendar. Um, and you mentioned there you're working with Vina Malik. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's been in the press that she is one of your ex-girlfriends. What was the experience like working with her? Oh, uh, well, uh, I actually, when I heard the script, uh, I thought that, you know, she would suit it. So I suggested to the director who had narrated the script to me that, uh, you know, you should think about her. And he said, yeah, I think she's a good option. Um, so that's when I actually uh, made the call to her and I said, you know, I've pitched your name for this film and would you be interested? Uh, she said, yeah, definitely, because she wanted to work with me. We've been looking for a, a script for quite a while to uh, do together, but nothing really interesting came up. So I think this was my real opportunity. Um, working with her, yeah, it was great. We were friends, obviously, after Big Boss. We had a, you know, we had a strong emotional connect. I wouldn't go as far as saying she was my girlfriend. But uh, the funny thing is, during the time that we were filming, we weren't actually talking to each other. So we never actually spoke throughout the filming uh, off of offset. It was just on set, but it was required to get uh, through the scene and to, you know, make sure that we do justice to our roles was uh, the extent to which we spoke. So that was quite incredible. Actually. But Ashwa, how did you manage to do that in the sense if you're not speaking to someone and there's a disconnect there, and then you're doing all these emotional, uh, you know, scenes? Um, like I said, it was just uh, what was required to do for the scene. Uh, we did that much, but sometimes, you know, you have co-stars who you don't really know that well or you don't really get along with anyway, so you you know, you know just do what you have to do. That's what you're paid to do because you're a professional. So you do your bit, and uh, sometimes I think the chemistry works better when you're not actually talking uh, or not really in a relationship. If you've seen, I, I've noticed this over the years, you know, the time that I've spent in this industry, that uh, if you see off-screen couples, they don't really work on screen after a while. Probably because they're so comfortable with each other that they lose that chemistry. Um, so in a sense, I think that chemistry was kind of highlighted and... and, and accentuated in a way uh, with Serena and me. So I think it worked for the film. But uh, can you say the same? I mean, Raj just mentioned the emotional scenes there, but, um, you know, we've heard there's um, some intimate scenes as well that we don't see in all movies. Um, wasn't that a bit awkward? I mean, OK, when you're kind of um, acting, um, but it's not so physical, you, you can say, OK, you can get through it. But um, when you have to be physical with someone, that surely must be difficult. Um, not really, actually. It's all choreographed. I mean, it's, as, it's the same as really doing an action sequence, you know, when you're you know, doing a fight. You're not actually really fighting with the person or, you know, beating the crap out of them. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously, when, you are, when you're doing a, an intimate scene, you have to have that connect. And that was there. Like I said, the, the chemistry was, was very much there. It was very important. In fact, the uh, funny thing is that this so-called kiss scene was not in the script, in the original. It was just the night before the director came up to me and said, listen, you know, Ashmet, I think uh, 
I, I, you know, I think we required the scene, and uh, I said, sure, narrate it to me. Narrate it to me, and it made sense to me, which is when I said, yeah, I'm okay with it, I'm cool with it, uh, speak with Rina, see if she's all right with it. Which is when he went to her, and uh, she too thought, uh, you know, it was required, and she was cool with it, and uh, the next day we shot it, and it was absolutely perfect. There was uh, no problems, in fact, we did a few takes, uh, different angles, and I think it's turned out pretty, uh, pretty sensuous, not... Uh, not just for effect, it was required for the script, it was required for the characters, and it helped, uh, helped the film, I think. Um, well, we spoke to Vina earlier, and she said, everything's fine now, and that the two of you are friends, which we're happy about. But something we want to ask you, um, is it true that you're going to be in Salman Khan's uh, next film, Mentor? Can you spread any light on this? Yes, I've, um, yeah, I'm currently shooting for it. Uh, in fact, I've just taken a break for three days. Uh, I'm shooting for another film down in the southern part of the country in, uh, in Karnataka in a place called Mysore and uh, I'm here for another couple of days and I fly back day after and I join them again and I continue shooting for Mental from day after onwards. And what's your role in Mental? Uh, Salman and me are childhood friends uh, who've grown up together uh, pretty much lived out of each other's homes um, brothers in fact you could, you could just say that they're as good as brothers in fact uh, you know, I call his mother Ma in the film also throughout the film. Uh, he is an ex-military officer. I am a doctor. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of a social, social film, I would say. It has a very strong social message. It's a kind of a fight against the system uh, that we get kind of embroiled in. Uh, I don't think I can say more than that. I'll be getting a lot of trouble. And how are you getting on with your sister now? You know, she set up her own production company. Will you be joining forces with her as well? No, not in this one. She's currently shooting for Desi Magic. She's in Patiala. It's her second schedule. They shot uh, one schedule in Bombay. This is the second one in Patiala. And I think next they move on to Dubai. But uh, I'm definitely not a part of this one. Uh, let's see. Who knows what Well, um, Ashmit, well, uh, best of luck with Supermodel and with the filming of Mentor. We're looking forward to that movie. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to Raj and Pablo here on the BBC Asian Network. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, my pleasure. The wonderful Ashmit Patel. You just heard the cast of Supermodel, which released in India this week. Have you been to the cinema this week? We'd love to hear your reviews. Email us at rajandpablo at bbc.co.uk if you'd just like to get in touch. Now, before we hear from Miss Malney with all this week's latest gossip and speak to the voice of Ashki 2, Balak Muchal, about the music of Indian cinema, here's another chance for you to guess our Sunzara. Remember, you're trying to work out which mashed-up Bollywood soundtrack this is taken from. We'll let you know the answer at the end of the download. Now, let's head over to Miss Malini. She's magical. She's magnificent. She is, of course, Miss Malney from Mumbai. Miss Malney, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show. How are you, lovely? Thank you so much. I'm very well. It's been like a super hectic week for me, but it's just slowly, just about winding down the GQ Awards tonight, and then I can sleep for a week. Put your, put your heels up and uh, but, sit on the can sofa. I, can I just say, you just mentioned GQ Awards. Mm. Um, we had a little <laughs> chit-chat uh, with Saif Ali Khan, and as soon as he walked into the door, he said to me, Pablo... You just keep looking more and more like a GQ model. You need to model for GQ. Miss really? Marley, seeing yes. as you're going to the awards, do take a picture of me. I from um, um, There's plenty available on the net. <laughs> I will. Uh, a picture of yourself. And right. I'm sure there's a whole range of... Uh, 
people that you could work with. <laughs> Miss I'll tell you one thing. I was in shock. I just gave him a dirty look. I said, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Uh, so, uh, Miss Marley, on a serious note, um, we've been hearing, um, I mean, there's news flying around about Ranveer Singh. Now, we're big fans. Um, he's a newcomer. Um, he's going to do big things. He's been shaking a lot of his hair in, um, of course, the songs we've been seeing from um, Ram Leela. Uh, is he okay? You know, we've all been sort of checking out and all going at his amazing chisel body, body of late, but unfortunately he's been so stressed out that he's managed to contract dengue, and he was actually, um, you know, in Durgapur shooting Gunde, and since then he's sort of gotten sick, and, but he somehow weathered through this entire shoot, and he was admitted to the hospital as well, and the hospital resources have actually been very surprised that he continued to work despite the severe cases of, you know, dengue fever, uh, but, um, you know, they're saying that he should rest up so he can fully recover. But you know how he is. He'll need some time to recuperate, but he'll bounce right back. But dengue's quite serious, isn't it? It can be quite serious, which is why everyone's saying, no, you should relax and you should take it easy. And unfortunately, it can be quite draining because so he's going to have to go back to the gym once he's out. Wow. Well, um, you know what? We um, wish him the best. Um, we, uh, we know um, he can be quite full on, but maybe this is kind of like a time where he just needs to kind of rest for a little while. Right. Now, the other thing is, like, you know, there's been a lot of buzz about, buzz about the Oscars and Lunchbox not getting through as India's entry. Um, who's got through it? It's a Gujarati firm we hear. Yeah, it's absolutely gutting, actually, you know, because I think that, the people who do run the panel at the Oscars may not really understand and appreciate the Gujarati film. And Lunchbox had, you know, had all the trappings of what would be an Oscar winner. And actually, most people are also expecting Ship of Thesis or Lunchbox. Lunchbox especially to be picked for the selection. But it didn't happen. And Karan Johar actually said, you know, he was very disappointed. He said, I'm shocked and disappointed. Lunchbox had every factor working in his favor. And we may just have lost our golden chance. And it's a real bummer, you know, because this could have been, uh, this could have been the one. Well, you know what? Um, maybe next year for Curran. But um, I, I, the Gujarati film doesn't sound too bad, though, does it? Um, have you heard about yes, what I the movie's about? I have a little fun piece of trivia for you. There is a, there's a reason why nobody used to be friends with Karan Johar when he was in school. It's because he refused to share his lunchbox. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Miss Marley, we'll just park that there. <laughs> um, now, there's been loads of talk about Doom 3. Um, and, you know, breaking records um, in terms of comparing it with um, Chennai Express. Um, has Amir Khan, um, has he said anything about this? This is why you love Amir Khan. He stays really quiet until he feels like, okay, now I'm going to set the record state. And he's actually refuted reports that claim that he said Doom 3 will break Chennai Express's records. Uh, he said, I'm not interested in breaking records. I'm an artist. And what gives me a uh, high to entertain my audience, give them a good time and satisfy them emotionally. And he says, I want to earn the love of my audience. And that's what I'm thirsty for. And I like to challenge myself and, and you know, do work I haven't done. And I like to surprise my audience. And he says, these are the things I'm interested in. I don't care about breaking records. And it's Amir Khan. You have to believe what he says because he's always been a man of his word. Is he a double rule in Doom 3? There's speculation about that. Have you heard anything? You know, I'm really excited to see what he comes up with, and I'm also excited to see sort of the dark shades to his character. So let's wait and see what he comes up with, uh, but I will definitely keep you posted. Uh, Miss Molly, maybe you can um, uh, shed some light on something um, I've heard about Shashant Singh. Uh, him and Katrina, are they doing a movie together? Because um, I keep thinking that maybe he needs an all-singing, all-dancing hit. No, they absolutely are, and if the sports are to believe they're going to together be in a movie called Fitur. 
And that's going to go on floors early next year, directed by Abhishek Kapoor, and the film will be based on the Charles Dickens classic, The Great Expectation. Wow, that, that should be brilliant. He does need a hit, and I hope with Katrina he'll get one as well now. I think everyone would want to read a book written by the big B, Mr. Butchin himself. But it looks like it's not going to happen now. You know, it's funny because, you know, he says that he'll never write a, a book, but he's an actor, a singer, a TV host, and one of India's biggest stars, if not the biggest star. But he says writing a book or a novel is not something uh, he will ever put on his bucket list. And at the launch of the IAS um, officer of Matra's book, The Dream Chasers, Amitabh Bachchan told, you know, all the guests that he already has a tough time keeping up with all of his cinema commitments and to take up, you know, a vocation as a writer would be so difficult. But he does blog regularly, so he clearly is in the habit of writing every day and and, uh, you know, I would just never say never. I, I, I think I, he definitely I, has one book in him. I was absolutely going to agree with you. Never say never, because there's so many things that the Big B is doing now that you would have thought, oh, well, really, would he ever do this? Um, He's very I think el- the only thing he would never, forever, forever do is go on Big Boss. I think that's one thing <laughs> You never, never know, never say never. <laughs> no, I'm with you, Miss Marlene. I can't see him doing that. Um, now, um, a favourite of ours, Shri Dev. Um, now, is she going to be in a Hollywood film? You know, she is amazing. I just recently saw her walk in a fashion show, and then yesterday she was out at another fashionable launch with her daughter. She has so much energy, and she's actually been offered a role in a Hollywood movie, Cowboys and Indians, directed by Amy Redford, uh, who's the daughter of Robert Redford. And if she accepts the offer, you'll see her alongside Oscar winner Meryl Streep. Now, that's the movie I'd love to see. Oh, brilliant. You know, after her success with English Finglish, right, I think our city Davy can match Meryl Streep any time. Th- and that's the thing. I think that so far our Bollywood actresses were never given the opportunity to do what Meryl Streep has done in the sense of, you know, be older and do all these films and still be, you know, the lead role and be Oscar-worthy. So I think that she is definitely changing that. And I think now the rest of them, Julie and Madhuri, are going to follow suit. Uh, well, Miss Marley, uh, make sure you have a completely busy week this week as well, because uh, when we talk to you next week, we're going to be wanting to know um, exactly what's going on. Is there anything that's standing? What's in your diary? Is there any one big event you can't wait for? Oh, my God. So next week, I'm actually doing a 10 live Google Hangout live from World Fashion Week. So I'll be on the ground talking fashion and all things fun and doing some celebrity spotting. And then Sally Shard that is actually in a movie with Ranbir Kapoor coming on Bishop. Yeah. So I've known her for a long time, so we're going to do a Google Hangout and find out all the things about Ranbir you've been dying to know. And of Wonderful. course, um, our in conversation will be playing next week as well. So it's going to be a bit of a Ranbir fest. Yes. A bit of a Bisharam fest. Huh? Um, Miss Marley, always a pleasure. Thank you very, very much. We'll catch up with you next weekend. Um, here on the BBC Asian Network, we are celebrating the sound of cinema. And uh, we have promised that we will be looking at um, the new wave of um, singers and composers and music in Hindi cinema. And um, we're very lucky to have Balak Machal on the line. Of course, she is talented beyond belief. Ashki too, to say the least. Uh, Balak, welcome to the show again um, with Raj and Pablo on the BBC Asian Network. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm good. How are you? Really well, really well. It's been a fantastic year for you. Yes, it's actually been a fantastic year for me. That's good. Napoli, we are celebrating the sound of cinema. So um, let's just talk yes. firstly about your influences. You know, being in the Hindi film industry, what did you? What influences did you grow up with, or what singers did you look up to? 
वेल आई हैव ग्रोन अप लिसनिंग टू लता मंगेशकर जी सॉन्ग बिकॉज शी इज शीज बी माई आइडल सिंस माई चाइल्डहुड सो आई हैव ग्रोन अप लिसनिंग टू हर सॉन्ग्स एंड बिसाइड लता जी आई लव लिसनिंग टू श्रेया जी एस पारिस कर सिंगर्स आर कंसर्न आई लव द वॉइस ऑफ श्रेया घोषाल जी देन लॉर ऑफ न्यू सिंगर्स आर ऑल्सो वेरी वेरी गुड सो I am um, currently enjoying the um, current phase of Bollywood but I personally enjoy the old uh, melody and the old songs. But you know yourself right you're part of the new wave and the new generation of singers. You know there's Lata ji um there's Asha Bhosle ji you mentioned Shreya Ghoshal as well. I mean out of their songs have you learned anything from them in the sense of their style of singing that you've incorporated in this new sound? Uh oh yes that's a very good question actually as i told you that i've grown up listening to lata ji songs so one thing which i've learned from her which i incorporate uh, in my songs which i sing now is the expressions and the feelings uh, the kind of expressions she used to add in the old melodies were like uh, they used to make the song sound very modern in that times also so that's what i put in uh, my songs when i sing and even i get to sing a new song now So when you mean by expressions what do you mean so like when you're actually recording you act it out like um i don't act but uh, there's a kind of uh, you know particular um, way of pronouncing a word a particular way of presenting a word like it's not like that ki we act uh, while singing but when we get the song we try to connect with the feel of the song with the situation of the song so like that So and um, Balak in terms of where we are now um not necessarily in comparison to um uh you know Hindi um movie songs from before but where do you think we stand now um in terms of music in terms of achieve, what it's achieving I think we have progressed a lot because um, as far as technology is concerned because earlier uh, singers like Lata ji and Asha ji used to record the songs in one take I mean hats off to them for doing that but now we are uh, technologically more uh, technically more uh, advanced so we get a chance to you know uh, dub our lines punch by punch we can sing just one word and we can uh, then punch the second line but they used to rehearse a lot and they used to record the whole song in a single take so that was uh, something uh, you know really command uh, commendable but now we are technically more advanced so we have uh, got so many things to do with the uh, technology we can you know correct the sur with autotune um which uh, i think you must be knowing about the autotune mm. uh, thing uh, uh, well, yes so, yes we do <laughs> <laughs> So yes so i think uh, we have progressed a lot and uh, i think the change is very positive and uh, i think this is the best time for anyone to enter the bollywood or enter the music industry because there's no monopoly as such anyone uh, who sings good who uh, whose voice suits the song is getting the chance to sing in the film industry uh, uh, it's uh, the best time well balik i mean i'm asking too um it's uh, right at the top in um, our chart here um did you expect it to be such a big hit No I actually didn't expect ki Ashiki will be such a uh, big hit actually uh, when i was told that uh, the song was for Ashiki i was knowing that it will create something big uh, but at the same time there was a kind of responsibility on me because the Ashiki one music was super duper hit so we had to match the standards but yeah i never expected that i will you know top the charts it will uh, stay in the charts for months you know like going back to what you said earlier on you know about Lata ji and Ashiki and other singers now 
they had their great music directors and they were like Madden Mohanji for Lataji. There was Opie Nair for Asha Bosley. Who are the new music directors for you for Palak? Uh, well, I want to sing for everyone because I get to learn their special qualities, uh, the particular qualities of uh, the particular music directors. Like uh, when I worked with Mithun Sir and Jeet Ganguliji and Ashiki too, I got to learn a lot of uh, things from them. When I worked with Sohail Senji for Ekta Tiger, I got to learn his quality. So I want to work with everyone. And I'm lucky that I'm getting so many songs and I'm getting the chance to work with so many composers nowadays after Ashiti too. So, and you all, right, okay, so you sang in the Sanjeer and you've sang for Ek the Tiger. What heroine, like you've done Katrina, you've done Priyanka, what is the big superstar heroine that you want to sing for? Uh, well, I always sing for each and every actress, but my dream was to sing for Katrina Cass because she was my favorite actress and uh, I'm lucky that I, uh, my first big song was for her so I got to do playback for her very soon in Ekta Tiger so that dream is fulfilled now so my current favorite actress is uh, Shraddha Kapoor I've already sung for her uh-huh. so now I want to sing for each and every actress now we've been hearing a lot about this guy his name is Jandan Roy Sanyal the big film it's an India only release is Prague he made his debut in Rangde Basanti he was fantastic in Kamini some recent hits have been DD and he joins us live from Mumbai Jandan welcome to the Rajan Pablo show on the BBC Asia Network how are you? Good, good. Hi, Raj and Pablo. Thanks for having me on your show. It's, it's great. And, it's an absolute... And I love England, by the way, and it's great to feel England from here sitting in my room. Oh, it's yeah. absolute pleasure. We've, you know, we've been fans of you for a long time and we've been looking at Prague and so disappointed it's not been released in the United Kingdom. Uh, yeah, but... I, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I have to say, Jandan, um, it is on your shoulders now to tell us um, exactly about the movie because it sounds very intriguing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's one. Of, it's uh, it's actually a psychological thriller. It's a love story. The whole film is set in Prague, and the film is in Hindi, English, and a bit of Czech. And uh, and it's got amazing music and uh, some uh, great acting. And uh, it's about schizophrenia. And uh, it's a kind of a genre which uh, not much has been tried in Hindi films, so it's one of its kind. And we're getting excellent reviews here in India, and maybe uh, you get to see it on a DVD or something. Definitely, definitely. So um, what was Prague like? What was the experience like filming there? Prague, I think, uh, I mean, most of you have seen Prague, uh, otherwise, because I think you keep going there. But Prague, for me, it was, uh, we were there for a month, and I think it's one of the most fantastic cities in the world, because... The history and uh, sort of uh, the present, they live together hand in hand. And in the, in the morning, Prague is completely different from what we get to see in the evenings. And, and you can see how it was uh, ravished and ravaged during the Second World War. So, um, and it's got a lot of black witch culture and everything. And it's a great party place, yeah. Um, and uh, um, let's just kind of um, start from the beginning because um, is it true that you know you were um, born and brought up in Delhi um, and yeah. then um, from Delhi you found your way to Mumbai and uh, landed apart in Rangde Basanti how did that happen? Uh, actually uh, it happened through theatre I've been involved with theatre for a long time in fact uh, I was in Stratford in upon Yvonne for the Royal Shakespeare Company for a while I wow. was uh, part of uh, the production of Midsummer Night's Dream, which is directed by Mr. Tim Supple, who lives in London. So I was in England for about two and a half years. Wow. So, 
and I did some of the shows. Um, I did the whole UK tour, right from uh, Plymouth to Edinburgh, and we were at the Roundhouse for about three months. And uh, we almost made it to West End, but couldn't. But so I've been always involved with theatre, and uh, that took me to Bombay. And then uh, the casting director Rangdeep Basanti saw my screen test, and he put me in the film. And then also for Kamini, I got to do the film because of the screen test, which uh, the casting director saw me on stage, and he liked it. So yeah, it's basically theatre all my way. So are you more of a film actor or a theatre actor? What do you prefer? I think uh, I just love the I just love being an actor, and it's just that theatre is a is an actor's medium, and film is a director's medium. So, but once like for a theatre, once you stage, the the audience belongs the audience belongs to an actor, which is great. But when cinema or or in films, it's basically you are in, in the range of a director. And depends on editing and music and uh, camera. There's so many other things, aspects, which sort of uh, makes an actor look good or bad, whatever. Yeah. Right. You've done Hindi films. You've done Bengali films. You've also done English film Midnight's Children. What was that like? Uh, actually, uh, I I actually did not could not finish that film. It's actually gone. Uh, everything that I was part of Midnight Children, but mm-hmm. I had shot for a while. But I had to get out of the project because I was shooting for another film. I don't know if you have seen this film called Fall Two. Which released yes. like, uh, two years back, uh, which had that song "Char Badi Elegant Party" every part. We all know that. We all know that. You know what's actually quite interesting is that you talked about screen tests um, and uh, you know coming from theatre and doing movies. Um, are you like even with Prague? Are you still going through that after doing movies like Rang De Basanti, Kamine, Fantu that you just mentioned? Do you still have to go through that process of kind of going for an audition, doing the screen test, or uh, is it more like the doors are open now? I think now, I mean, um, people uh, just call me uh, sort of on their own. They have seen my work. Like I did the D-Day which, uh, with Mr. Nikhil Advani. He never uh, screen tested me. He just believed that I would do the role, right? And in fact, uh, for Subhash, Mr. Subhash Gaye's film Kanchi, which is releasing in December, I had to screen test because it's a lead role and he wanted to see how I would uh, look like on screen, where would I look uh, sort of... Uh, uh, if we went fancily enough to be a hero, <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah, I think worked for me. And uh, then I did another film uh, with Mr. Bas Tarwala. Uh, I think screen test is not a problem actually. I think screen test because I I, I think even for uh, Lincoln's role, uh, a lot of people tested for that role. I heard Liam uh, uh, Neeson tested for that role, which eventually went to Daniel Day-Lewis. So I think screen test is a part of an actor's life, and one should not shy away. And it's not a demeaning thing if one has over and over again. <laughs> so do people fancy you now? Sorry? Do people fancy you now? I think, yeah. I mean, a lot of uh, times, uh, I'm, I think, yeah. Well, find me attractive on the phone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler, that's always a good thing. That's a good sign. That's um, a good sign. So, um, yeah, what, what, yeah, I think I, I think something. Yeah, there's something about me. Something. I may not be. Uh, I think people find me. <laughs> good. Um, Chandler, what else have you got coming up? Um, we um, we've heard about Kanchi. Kanchi is coming in December. We just finished shooting for that film. It's very interesting. It's a, it's an out and out blockbuster film with Mrs. Bajgay, and you know how he likes his story. It's big and it's shot very well and it's called great music and actually there are a few there's a song called Kambal Ke Niche which is like Choli Ke Piche oh wow big big hit in the coming time I think in the next this new year you'll sing Kambal Ke Niche for your party I'm very sure about that it's a kick-ass song <laughs> Kambal Ke Niche Chandan 
You can get it over to us and we'll be playing it on our show here on the BBC Asian Network. But can we say a big thank you for talking to us? Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sir Alan Pablo, for having me on the show. Thank, thank you. That was Chandan Roy Sanyal, the star of India-only release Prague. And that's almost it for this week's free download. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. Earlier on, we played you this. The soundtrack that we mashed up, of course, is Dabung. Well done if you got it right. Give yourselves a pat on the back from us. We'll be back next week for another jam-packed free download. And of course, make sure you tune into our show every weekend from 10am live on the BBC Asian Network. Don't forget, you can email us at rajanpablo at bbc.co.uk if you'd like to say hello. And if you start missing us, then don't worry. You can head over to the BBC Asian Network website and listen back to all the interviews and the mixes we've put up there specially for you. Take care. Bye. Thank you for downloading from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, log on to the BBC Asian Network website.